Alright, so as we all know, Matthew Stafford got a fat ass contract. Ninety-two million dollars guaranteed. Um was a hundred and thirty million, around twenty seven million a year. I I need to know what I need to know Nick's thoughts on this, bro. Because Last week when I brought up the statistics, everybody kind of like was kind of looking at me crazy and just wasn't really like giving me, wasn't giving me the true facts. But so, I saw a stat that kind of rebuttaled that. All right, so hold on. He is 1-25 on the road against teams with a winning record. Okay. He is 5-46 and 46 with teams with a winning record. That's on his nine seasons, right? It's been proven that Matthew Stafford cannot win us games. You know that teams in the, in the playoffs have winning records, correct? So he cannot win us games. That's a large enough sample size to show. Stafford is not going to win us any big games anytime soon. So, when you got a quarterback that's not the problem, but he's not the solution to the problem, what do you do? Do we pay him $30 million? Why? Why? Tell me. Somebody tell me why. Because, like you said, he's not really the sole problem. You You have to look at factors around him. Lions have had a historically bad offensive right, so, line. When you're getting smacked around. All right, so look, and then when we say stuff like that, when he, when when quarterbacks win, we don't say stuff like that. We don't say look at the factors around him. When quarterbacks lose, we start talking about things around him. No, when, when the great quarterbacks win, when Tom Brady won Super Bowl, it's Tom Brady. Did he did have that. a bad offensive line when he won a Super Bowl? It's the re- it's a reason why we don't talk. But I'm about saying it. because that doesn't happen. We don't make these win. excuses when they win. Tom Brady actually did. Have I'm saying we don't. Offensive line last year. I'm saying we don't make those excuses when when quarterbacks win. So why are we making them when they lose? Well, let me let me say this. Football people look at like me and us at the table. We look at everybody who performs on the platform and we judge everybody accordingly. I know what you talk about the media. The media might look and say, well, quarterback won, the quarterback the guy, quarterback lose, quarterback not the guy. That's false for them to do that. Secondly. I think you need to look at the draft picks that the Lions have drafted. And we went through that the other day. It took Mikael LaShore in the second round. It took Titus Young in the second round. They took Ryan Bowles in the second round. They missed on too many draft picks. Now, listen, that one year when they went against the Cowboys, I blame Stafford for that. They had a good team. They had good running backs, good receivers. O'Lan played good. Had the best D-line probably in the last three or four years in the NFL. He lost that game on that last two-minute drive. I don't care about that penalty. I'll give you that. But Austin... What they signed was that's the business of doing that's NFL business. Okay, but look, he the market dictates right, that a top thirteen quarterback right, get paid that much. I get it. I get that the market dictates this, and he's the highest paid player in the league. He hasn't won a playoff game, and it's you can say, oh, he's only going to be the highest paid player in the league for, for a year. One year for one year, you can right. say that, but it's not a mistake that he's highest paid player in the league. He can be twenty. He can just get twenty six million dollars. He can just get twenty five million dollars. He is highest paid player in the league. Also, that does not happen by you just. Can, a, that does not say, wait, listen. Okay. That's not happen by a mistake. Also, you pay somebody, and he, right now Matthew Stafford, we are not getting value at the quarterback position for someone like Matthew Stafford. Also, we are not getting twenty seven million dollars worth of quarterback play from okay. Matthew Stafford. Okay, but it's we're not. It's I'm more, not arguing it's more. But listen, I'm not arguing more. Listen, Derek but I'm not arguing if you get Derek Carr has a ceiling. Derek Matthew okay. Stafford is not a season. He's twenty nine years old though. He's no. not like old man. He's but do you want Stafford playing with you for taste that? Five more years. Five more years. Five more years. I think he got a lot of growth left him up until thirty two. I think he has a lot of What does he have? What does he have that you're looking for? It's like, all right, that's good. Because he before it was big arm But now he's throwing more screens than ever before. He's not using the big arm that you guys What do you say? Last season was his best season. But he's not throwing more arms. Yes or no? Last season's best season. So based off last season, and he did you he his team was kind of was shitty last year. Running backs got hurt. They were shitty. Everybody got 
hurt. Running backs got hurt. Defense got hurt. Receivers were hurt. His finger got hurt, and he was still able to come back and win some game. Now, some of that goes to Terrell Austin, but he was still able to fight through that. I think off his performance last year, he deserves the minimum, what he got, the benchmark. That's not the minimum. Like. I expect by the league, not the minimum. But that's, that's, that's just for the season. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to get paid $35 million. But I'm saying, year. are we getting value from Matthew Stafford? If he has this big arm, he's only throwing short passes. We can't find anybody else to do that. We can't find somebody like Colin Kaepernick. We, so you're saying that we're not going to win the same amount of games that we had Colin Kaepernick at the quarterback center than Matthew Stafford? No. Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick is never going to throw for a 5,000 yard season. Colin Kaepernick has had a better career than Matt Stafford. Colin Kaepernick has had a better career than Matt Stafford. Better career? Yes, he went to a Super Bowl. He went to an NFC Championship. Colin Kaepernick was arguably the best player in the NFL. What are you talking about? We're looking at accolades like Matthew Stafford. That's what we're He's in. He's in he's in conversations with Dan Marino, yeah, Drew Brees, and also had a running back. And also, so he but, didn't have a reason to throw his money. But at the same time, are we are we paying the Super Bowl? Are we paying Matthew Stafford twenty seven million dollars for individual stats? Are we playing for playoff wins? No, we we paying him because that's the that's the business. Well, I mean, individually, he's our most valuable player. Individually, yeah. You, why are well, we paying for individual no, stats? No, I would. No, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> They're paying him. We can't pay the team. We have to pay. Listen, but listen. When he has fifteen, when he has fifteen percent of our cat room, we can't get better guys with stuff like that. We're still paying him. And listen, no, listen. We're still like top five in the league when it comes to cap space. But listen, we're top. We're top five. Who else can we get? Who else can we put around Matthew Stafford right now? You don't wait. You win through the draft, and I think you you're not thinking about Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn has done a good job drafting. This last year, I did talk on this year. It looked like he did a good job this year, but last year that was one of the best drafts the Lions have had. You have to draft the wrong quarterbacks. All right, no, he just so wait, listen. So wait, listen. So you're saying that we could have because we all agree Matthew Stafford probably top 13 quarterback in the league. Right. We all agree that the quarterback's probably the most scarce position in the NFL right now. Right. So do y'all not agree that a team that probably would like Matthew Stafford, we couldn't have got nothing from them. We could. A team like the Jets, a team like probably the Texans, even though they just drafted Sean Watson, teams that need quarterbacks, we couldn't have got picks from them and, and created our team again. Austin, Instead of paying Matthew Stafford twenty seven million dollars, Austin, when instead I'm, of handing him twenty seven million dollars for doing nothing, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say to you, Austin, is that twenty seven million dollars is going to be the benchmark for the quarterback going forward. But that's still fifteen percent. That's still fifteen percent. We're not in rebuilding mode though. Like we've made playoffs. Why are we? But why, why, why are we not? Why are we being? We we're a playoff team. Like why, why are we a playoff team? We back into the playoffs last year. We are having. You the playoff team for sure. But listen, listen to what I'm saying. Matthew Stafford cannot beat good teams. He's not the answer. All right. So we have to keep building around him. We don't even. But if he's taking out fifteen, if he's taking fifty percent of our of our cat room, how are we going to build around somebody that's not the answer? We have to build around him. But he's not the answer. Why are we building around him? In Matthew Stafford's career, the Lions have averaged seventy-eight yards on the ground. And Tom Brady, when Tom Brady has only had eighty-two yards on the ground, he is twenty-seven and twenty-three. You cannot account for nine. That's, that's a little different, though. No, wait. I, I, I got to kind of disagree with you because the, the Patriots, they use the short passing game as they run a game. And the Lions did try to do that for years. And look, and also, here go another stat. And that's true, Since though. 2009, Matthew Stafford is 16th in total QBR. 16th in the league since 2009. Carson Palmer is like 17th. Are y'all serious here? Are we paying this nigga $27 million to do also, beat Carson Palmer? Well, well, we're going to beat somebody. We, I'm... I, I honestly believe we could have traded Matthew Stafford. We should have, we should have put him on the market. Okay, if y'all feel like Matthew Stafford, we have filled with that cap space. What we, could, we have got? We could have, it's a lot of stuff you can get. We can get no quarterback. This is going to go nowhere. So, Austin, what do Matt Stafford have to do for you to feel like he deserved that money? Because we're, we're not going off 
really past. This is like what they see in the next few years. So what do you have to do for you to feel like he? I feel like Matthew Stafford at least got to get us to the NFC Championship game. And do y'all feel like in the next five years Matthew Stafford gets an? I think Bob. I think Bob. To an NFC Championship game and a division with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I think Bob Quinn can get us. I think Bob. I don't. Bob Quinn knows how to draft. We're talking about the team that drafted Aaron Rodgers at the 29th pick. That could be lucky. We talking about that? <laughs> nah, it's lucky. It could be. It could be bad luck for Bob Quinn. It could be lucky for him too. No, be luck for everybody. Historically, had bad people drafted. Listen, the but, dra- but why have we been drafting bad people? But to put around Matthew Stafford, right? I'm glad you brought the Packers. <laughs> right? Oh wait, I'm glad you brought the Packers. <laughs> Fifty-two of the players that's on the Packers team was drafted. They dra- They knew how to draft good. They've been drafting good since because, the 90s. But because we why? haven't been drafting good. But, but, but why have they been drafting good? Because they're not drafting on need. I mean, they're not drafting on, on we need to help Aaron Rodgers get better. They're drafting on what they need at the time. We're drafting on how can we make staff. We're not doing that players. no more. We were doing that. We're not doing yeah, that anymore. Like, if we're not doing that no more, then we need to get him out of here, too. Awesome. It should I be feel like we've just been drafting the wrong people, too, though. Like, how that's what I told him that yesterday. Michael Finley get there? Like, that was to help Aaron Rodgers. All them people got there. Yeah, but they've been there in third round. Exactly, so they're picking the but, right that's people. What they're so, picking them. Yeah. They're not wasting. We're wasting first-round talent on people to help Stafford. That means we're picking the wrong people. But that's the wrong people. That's what I told him yesterday. I'm saying we're saying. But we're picking the wrong people based on Matthew Stafford in the first round. Matthew Stafford was hurt his first two years, so by the time they picked Ebron, what, what, where, you, where you was that? They shouldn't have picked Ebron. Ebron was the wrong person. That would have been a good pick. And what would that have been? That would have still been picking him for Stafford. Okay, but listen, the Lions draft board was wrong. They've been drafting wrong. If they would have drafted a guard that would have worked, it would have been good. They would have drafted a good left tackle instead of Ronnie Reed. It would have worked. they just been drafting the wrong players. And also just pro gets. So, all right. so I'm saying, so y'all feel like Matthew Stafford absolutely, without a doubt, deserved to get this $27 million contract. Y'all I feel see, like y'all feel like his value is, is see, that much I to said, the team. I said last podcast that I think he's going to throw for another 5,000-yard um If they throw him 5,000 yards, they're not going to be in the playoffs. They got to run the ball better. I think I'm that say, he can get us to the NFC Championship I'm, with the right pieces. Listen, listen. Listen, 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 Why does it have to be Matthew Stafford? Just listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. you want here going to do that. I'm saying, who is the name you want here? Wait, okay, let me say this. Austin, I think you're looking at it wrong. If you're looking at it in the old NFL years, $27 million would have been too much. But $27 million is not going to be shit compared to with Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, and all those guys. Get, that's just a benchmark. This is like we see Tim DeMondorf. He got $12 million. That's the benchmark for a backup center. I feel like this just, is, that's just going to be the benchmark like for a starting quarterback. I feel like this is, this is what's going on right here. I feel like we're rewarding Stafford for his mediocrity, right? When I feel like we're in the they, same position, let me finish. I feel like we're in the same position that the Ravens were are were in are still in when they paid Joe Flacco all that money. Except the one problem is the Ravens had just won the Super Bowl, so he at least had something to back up his. All right, let me get this fat ass contract. While the Lions just got knocked out in an away playoff game, but he and we also st- had one of the best defenses of all time. And so, but that's what I'm saying. That's an outlier that you can't bank on Matthew Stafford going to get. You can't bake on that. We all we can focus on is what Matthew. We can only focus on But that's a better. We already know what Stafford can do. We have this. We have that. How How is Fuller? You make sense. I understand what you're saying. No, awesome. No, hold on. You make sense. What you say? No, hold on. Wait. He's never had any time around him. Bro, and but that's why I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Wins, when he wins games, I'm not gonna say we don't talk about the Austin. talent on him. When he loses, now we have, he don't got no talent Austin, around him. I agree with you right so, there. No, hold on, wait. Be nice, wrong about you. So, never no, wait, Slappy, tell me something. 
if we if, would you rather bank on somebody has who is a proven loser who has lost? <laughs> this is because five and forty six is proven. Listen, bro. that's a that's a fact. He is five and forty six. That's not an opinion. You're right about that. That's a proven loser. You're trying to pinpoint on just the Lions' failure. Is you trying to pinpoint it on him? Because he's the quarterback. Wait, okay. This is another question. Wait a minute. Let me let me add the floor. Let me finish. Let me finish. Slappy. Let me talk. Finish. Slappy. Slappy. So Slappy. Like I said, we have a dude who has been proven that he cannot beat winning teams. So even if he goes to the playoffs where there are nothing but winning teams, he probably will not come out on top. Would you rather take somebody like that, proven loser, or at least a lottery ticket that you don't know if he can, you don't know if he's good or bad. You you don't know. You have it's almost a mystery box situation with this. Losing but you already can't get in the playoffs too, though. You can't be losing losing teams can't get. I see what you're saying, but so let's try it. 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 Let's try Quarterbacks are about to get paid a lot of money, just like NBA players. I feel like this That's what's going on. I feel time, like by the time his contract is up, he's gonna be in the middle of the race. He's he about to be in the middle of the race next I year. I feel like this is what it is. I feel like this is what we're paying him for. We are in a situation where we feel like we don't have a quarterback. Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, down there has us under arrest, and the Lions right now are too scared to take the chance to say, you know what? If y'all other teams really want him, if, if this is the market for Matthew Stafford, then go get him. Go pay this money for him because we ain't doing it. I feel like that's where the Lions at. They're in a position where they are too scared to, to really take the chance because they feel like they're in a safe zone because if they feel like if they don't have a quarterback, they have no shot. And they still kind of have no shot with this quarterback. Listen, all I'm going to say is this. The Lions, they could have just waited the season out and franchise tagged them. That's what I would have done. But I do understand the signing. They're just looking for, to the future and projecting what he can do. But like like B. Nice said, from that 29 to 33-year-old range, bro. That's all, right. all. So what is y'all? So what do y'all? You what do y'all think? Y'all thinking Matthew think Stafford? He deserved it. He deserved it. So y'all saying y'all think Matthew Stafford is gonna take us to the promised land in the next five years? What I is so the promised land? Meaning winning a Super Bowl? Yeah. That is the promised land. That is the I promised land. That, yeah. I, think a Super Bowl. I say he could get us to a Super Bowl possibly, maybe in the next five to ten years. I think with the with the right talent, Matthew Stafford is capable of winning a Super Who Bowl. Who with the right talent can't get to a Super Bowl? Like I said, like, a lot of quarterbacks that can't. Ryan Fitzpatrick is fucking listen, terrible. Listen, but I'm going to say this. Who, who, he's not making $27 million. Be nice. Who with 27 million? Who, who, who is, like he's not who in the is, quarterback. Who is players? He's, what? No he's great quarterback is five and 46. No, I'm talking about he's top 13. Also, I'm not, 13, listen, I'm not disrespecting. Who had 11, 12, Austin. 13 without the right team around him can't make the Super Bowl? Austin, but that's okay. what I'm saying. You making it seem like he the 14th nigga who couldn't But do he that. can be. Listen, he's right. He can't do that, okay. bro. Wrap it up. All right, wrap it up. Right, I want to make this one last question. No, no, no. No, no. I want to make this one last question. Listen, if you want to if you want to talk about Stafford and they look, he gets 40% of the blame. I give Martin Mayhew and them more of the blame. Is that fair? Is that fair? I'm with that. That's fair. If you talk about Austin... These numbers, nobody can, nobody's talking about that. You're right about this. Everything you wrote down, hey, look, you're right. But I'm this is the last thing I'm going to say. Pr- this is the last thing I say. Calvin Johnson retired with Matthew Stafford. He did. Do you think he would retire with Aaron Rodgers? No. Do you think he retired with Tom Brady? No. Do you think he retired with Ben Roethlisberger? No. Do you think he retired with Drew Brees? Those so why race my case? Those are good about. quarterbacks. I'm also talking about. Those are also good quarterbacks. Yeah, but the Lions, but the Lions, yeah, those are dope. they done mean? that with Barry. They done that with Barry Sanders, Billy Sims. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Wrap it up. 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 W
and we went oh, to go see. Cause they literally call it episodes. Okay, I thought you meant a TV show. Oh no, nah. talking about movies. Yeah, the movies. Yeah, they are overrated. There's two movies. Yeah. yeah, the last two movies was overrated, man. Exactly. I don't think they were supposed to have no damn opening night that we should have got into. A, we was about to get a, into a fight over this lame ass movie, and I don't think it was. Oh yeah, I don't think it was like relevant to start. Rogue One was fire. No, no, no. The, the, and the end of Rogue, the last thirty minutes of Rogue One was good. The beginning of Rogue One was John Carter. What was, hold on, which, which one is Rogue One? The last one. The last one. The last, the last 30 minutes. Last 30 minutes was good. No, the rest you know of why you couldn't get into it? Because, it was so because when they showed the first Star Wars, that was pretty much it. You know, the, yeah. the words at the beginning, they made that into a movie and it was ass. Yeah. So you didn't need to watch that at all. You could just they read. For those who cannot read, go watch Rogue One. Everybody else, don't watch that shit. That shit last 30 ass. minutes was good. The rest and the of one before bad. that was terrible. Was terrible. Yeah. The black nigga actually knowing how to defend himself against a Jedi. And Kylo Ren was lame as fuck though. I'm saying the that whole movie was lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably could have right. defended myself against that corny ass. Thing. <laughs> but it don't make no sense. That nigga been though, doing bro. everything he's his whole life. It's no way. It's no way. John. But that's because they wrote him weak. He shouldn't be wrote that weak. No, yeah, both, both, <laughs> he shouldn't be that weak. Both the Star Wars. Everything about Kylo Ren was just one good. bro. he was cool when he had the helmet on. But when he took that bitch off, that's like he didn't even have to do that. Like, like, no, that was an ugly ass nigga. I was not expecting that. He was lame as fuck. Nigga was corny. He was following a lame ass nigga. Like a he British nigga lame. whose breath stank. Yeah, bro. Was, he like he looked like, like the, the nigga that wear all black on the Lord. I mean, the uh, Harry Potter movie. He like a nerd, bro. I can't be scared of nerd Sith Lord. All right, so is that it? That's my overrated. I don't know if y'all seen that shit. The fucking squiggly eyebrows that y'all been seeing on girls' Instagrams. Anybody seen that shit? I seen that shit. It looks like baby. I know all the joke. No, it's, I'm, I'm, it's really girls. I've seen. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. I ain't seen it in real life. Really, really out here with fucking. Oh, no, I thought it was all like everybody just we following the wave. Let's make fun of this. Who came up with this? Oh no, no, no. girls is really doing uh, that shit. Girl, so I know what the like, fuck like, going on. No, <laughs> I see a girl. I, 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 I thought it was. Like yeah, I feel like we a fucking world's waviest podcast, but bro, leading bitches out your eyebrows like too much waves, bro. We not that wavy. Pretty wavy. I ain't gonna lie, we. Pretty wavy right now. You not that wavy. Speak for yourself. This is speak for yourself. I guess. (laughs) All right. So anything else? Anybody else? I I did want to bring up a a topic because um I watched that uh the show with Joe Budden and um DJ Academics. They go back and forth. Everyday struggle. So they had a good talk about ten years ago, and they talked about the Fifty and Kanye uh battle sales battle and how that shaped hip hop today. So. I wanted to know your thoughts about that. Shaped hip hop today. Yeah. How you? What was the? the well, about? so what they were trying to say is that if it if Fifty didn't lose that battle, Kanye wouldn't be who he is today. No, that's idiotic. Yeah, so that's that's what they were saying. So I don't agree with that because Fifty was gonna go into different lanes anyways. I feel like I don't feel like that pushed Fifty. I don't feel like that pushed him away. No, no. The, what they were saying, which I agree with, was uh, Jimmy Iovine. And Interscope wanted 50 out of there because he was yeah. just bad for business. So they kind of pushed Kanye up to the front floor so he can be that guy, that big hip-hop star, and kind of take that place. But what album was that? That was Curtis versus Graduation. I feel like Graduation was kind of decent. Graduation was a better album, but, but what they were saying is, which is true, if you play a song enough on the radio, people will start to like it. 
and the spin difference was just so big that you could kind of see like the push out there. I feel like Kanye winning that battle was much better for music as a whole. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's what they were trying to say. Was secondarily a musician, like Kanye was. Music, yeah, yeah. like that's what that's all he was, and that's what they were, they were like trying to say. They were trying to force the bully out the door. And he was a so. businessman more than anything at yeah. that point. You know, he was starting to branch off on a lot of things, and that to some degree probably was better for hip hop because a lot of the lanes we see artists going into, right. it's easier for people to follow behind fifty. Like, like I said, we had this argument a lot with people. The the little, would you want twenty thousand dollars to sit down with Hov? it's kind of hard to see his lane. Like, we didn't see all his struggles. You know what I'm right. saying? And everything he talked about, he don't give enough credit to Dame, I feel like. He right, don't right. give enough credit to Big Split. 50 kind of self-made. So for a lot of the hustlers out here that want to branch off on a lot of things, I feel like it's a lot easier for them to follow his path than it is to follow Hope. So him walking away from music and doing the movie things, 50 got a lot of avenues right now. You know what I'm saying? He don't get enough credit as a businessman, I feel like. So for both lanes, it probably... Because Kanye... We they got video games, yeah. bro. 50 did a lot of different things. Yeah, so exactly. as far as the business aspect, he made people into better hustlers, I feel like. And Kanye pushed music to a plateau that we right. probably wouldn't have been to at this point and, anyway. And that's what they would say. Like, if he would have lost that battle, they don't think it, everything would have spanned it out the way it did. It's possible. Yeah. Kanye is a pretty fragile person. Yeah, they said that, that would have messed with you know, his ego. Yeah. But they kind of felt like everybody was kind of pushing for that. To, and I thought that was an interesting kind, uh, yeah. conversation. That lucky was, because I like, never even thought about, you know, like them being in two different lanes and dropping around the same time and and how that like you said affects you know how music is today for sure I'm, I'm definitely glad Kanye won that battle as a Kanye fan and a 50 Cent fan yeah. but I mean it was better it was better for music I think it was just the fact that it was a legitimate head to head like they really publicized that they was competing like it wasn't like oh we secretly Oh, this person dropping that day, and he dropping the same day. It was like, no, we really meeting at the same day. I'm making sure that I, I drop on this day. You make sure you drop on this day, and we're really battling. So I feel like that was big for hip-hop just in general. Because you don't necessarily see that. Like, it'd be people secretly be like, oh, you know, uh, a month or two later after they drop, like, yeah, you know, I sold this amount of records, and I dropped on the same day as such and such, so I did a good thing. It's like, nah, bro, you just picked your day that you dropped. He picked the same day it happened. Right. But they, and that's what they were saying. They were like they picked that day for Kanye to drop, and they kind of put Fifty against it because they knew, yeah. like you know, that we're gonna push this guy and we're gonna make this guy disappear. Fifty is one of the most arrogant people, so he probably yeah, felt he, like, thought he, like yeah he thought he was gonna win. Yeah, he thought he was gonna win. And you would low key think that it would be more of that competition because like without the labels and stuff, having having so much like but, having so much control over when you drop. Like we got a lot of independent artists that are on top these days and like we can we can control when we drop. So you would think that it would be more no, that. scary. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. And and I think and I think that's like cause Universal kinda got on everything. People after that situation, you start to see people drift off from that. Yeah. And niggas is a lot of friends. Niggas is too many friends these yeah, days. It's like, okay, you drop this day, I'm gonna drop two months from now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so we don't run into each and niggas is promoting each other. I've even seen weaker like shit like people dropping revitalized versions of their album because they felt like they didn't get enough pub on the first one. It's like, well, I'll add another song. It's like, bro, that shit kind of weak, bro. You adding three more songs just because you felt like your shit was overlooked. You know, it's a couple artists that I really fuck with that just did some shit like that. It's, that's just not a good look for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like you could capitalize the first run or you rushed your shit. You rushed your shit, bro. Just bounce back on the second album. Don't put out the same fucking piece of work with three new songs. That's kind of corny. 
Hey, bonus tracks are low-key some of my favorite favorites. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's some bonus tracks that's amazing. But I just think that like if you come out with a deluxe edition, I I mean literally like eight months later I've yeah, seen some people drop albums. Like yeah. this nigga, this the same album. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just stupid. Oh yeah, bro. yeah. I, I see like and I'm gonna come out and say it. One artist that I fuck with that I felt like did something like that was Ty Dollar Sign. He did something like that. I didn't really appreciate that. I just felt like it was kinda corny. That's what the DJs is for, like chopping screws. Yeah. <laughs> Or just drop music. It's a fucking artist to drop singles and they wait for their next album. And that's how we get a situation where people be fucked up over singles. Like, this was a great song, but now your album came out two years later, so I hate this fucking song. I heard this shit for two years straight. If a nigga play this when we play your album in rotation, I'm going to cuss that bitch ass out. Why is this shit on? I just listened to this song yeah, like, for the last two years. Like, Tour Life ain't need to be on Lookalike. Exactly. Like, Why the fuck am I listening to this shit now? You've been banging that shit for, for like months. And I don't play it not once if I play Love is Rage too. But that's just how it goes. Most of the time, the singles is the most hated song on the album. Because, like, nigga, I just listen to shit for nine months. I don't hear that shit no more. Singles was cool, man. Fuck. <clears throat> like, that's still kind of don't discredit from being a good song, though. Like, if you would not have heard it, you would have liked it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not taking anything away from that. But I'm just saying, at that point, it's like, I don't hear this. I never listen to singles. When I don't get the album playing. I don't play it at album plays from yeah. like, I, I mean, but it already got so many plays. I mean... Once like, the album has it, yeah, yeah, like, I already got, got, got what it like, need to get. Yeah, they don't need you to play, but it's on there. Like, if you want to listen, say you go back ten years from go, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot uh, XO. That shit was on this bitch. So I was like, oh yeah, you ain't gonna keep listening. <laughs> you ain't listening to that no more. You can listen to it ten years. All right, that's our show. We're probably gonna end up splitting this one up. So I figure out the algorithm of what to put in what episode. But really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, two K giveaway still around. Amir can't win. Just let everybody know that he can't so win. Can I win? Nah, hell no. In I fact, mean, you down there helping pay for it, so you can't win at all. Slappy can't win either, and neither can Corey. But you can. All you got to do is enter. Tell us who had the best top five, and, uh, and you'll win. So thanks for listening. Uh, have a good day.